0: This week on Talkin' Hockey, the Jets are on a heater. They've got a couple big Central Division games coming up. I would like to talk about hashtag freeNiku. I'll do a Tanav time and a Sam
1: Steele checkup. And as usual, we got a brand new vintage hockey hair player and a local legend.
0: Plus, we'll play hockey card war. Stay tuned for that. Here comes the intro. Here's Louie, the center penalty coming up.
2: Mistake and a true
0: Hello there, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 6 of Talkin' Hockey, the Hockey Talkin' Show. It's everybody's favorite hockey talkin' show. We're a couple of Winnipeg dudes chatting about hockey. Uh, We're a little bit jet-centric, for sure, but we cover we cover a lot more than that and uh you know uh we also have our local beer of the week that we always like to feature a, a local craft brewery so we'll get into that in a little bit it's co-host tom here with you i've got with me streaking down the right side as per the use it's co-host randy over there
1: it's good to be back folks uh let's get her going here uh pucks book about, about to get go, drop <laughs> and here we go uh, here we go boys uh let's,
0: yeah let's get those pucks deep as we like to do on the show uh you know, uh, Scooby, uh, my dog Shout out to him He's over there uh, chewing away So if you hear a little chewing in the background Old Scoob Dog is on his uh, On his on the case um, So let's, without further ado Kind of, first we'll give a quick shout out To all of our uh, Our spots where you can get a hold of us And stuff We're on uh, the UMFM www.umfm.com uh, Go to, you know, programs Program directory and uh, tr- Talk and Hockey is where we're at. And on Instagram, you know, at Talk Hockey Pod. Uh, sorry, at Talk and Hockey Podcast. On Twitter, at Talk Hockey Pod. Drop us an email at Talk and Hockey Pod at gmail.com. And uh, over on uh, iTunes or Apple Podcasts, search out Talk and Hockey Podcast. Make sure to hit subscribe, you know. Tell all your friends and uh, then you'll never miss it when it comes out because you hit subscribe and it's awesome. So there you go. I think
1: that's the best thing that we've done so far, Tommy, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, adding ourselves to the old Apple podcast world. Yeah,
0: yeah, I really am glad we did it. I do um, have to admit that I somehow tagged us under the wilderness column instead of sports and hockey. And uh, I've not changed it yet. So uh, hopefully we get a whole bunch of hunters who uh, also like hockey and, and then they're like, gonna tune in the old uh, crossover and then yeah. we
1: can make we can start doing podcasts yeah. about hunting and stuff and then people yeah. would
0: be like oh, <laughs> these guys are naturals yeah 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 i'll talk about my quad uh my skidoo, and all those other fun toys that i don't have and maybe wish i did but um regardless let's i think we'll just dive right into i'm feeling thirsty randy let's I dive too. into yeah, our too long. Uh, local beer of the week and this is one that i have never even seen before let alone Tasted. So, so well, I,
1: I was cruising down Goulet, Goulet yeah. and uh, I turned into the Norwood beer store and I went to their little local section and it's like, oh yeah, we've had that. We've had that, had that a couple times. Mm-hmm. And I come across this neat looking can with this stick figure dude going fishing, which maybe plays into the old wilderness theme here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a little beer called Caddy Pale Ale uh, by Brasserie La Shop. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. It just seemed cool. It lo- the low, the, the can looks like a pair of tube socks. Yeah.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Or wool socks. Wool socks. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even really notice that. That's yeah. pretty cool.
1: So, yeah, Yeah. um, it's a pale ale, you know, usually we're drinking the IPAs or whatever we're doing over here, getting crazy. But
0: uh, we've been mixing it up a little. Uh, Last week we had a Belgian style honey. That's right. Yeah, that was good from... uh, uh, Golden ale from Little Brown Jug. Little Brown Jug. And, uh, but yeah, no, we, and I think that's something that we have tried to do recently is mix it up a little bit because there's no shortage of Winnipeg craft breweries and varieties and all that so and obviously we, you know everybody's got their favorite type of beer um but we're adventuresome fellas hey oh yeah we look
1: we get crazy <laughs> but if you think of it what did what did we do 10 episodes season one
0: something like that
1: and now we're on six so that's at least 16 beers and we haven't had any doubles yet yeah and there's so, still more to and go there's still many so that more just to speaks go. to winnipeg's uh beer scene here yeah, that there's sure. a lot of good beers out there so sure. make sure uh, you pick up some locals instead of uh some of those on locals,
0: yeah. What were you going to say? Like a, a Budweiser? I was going to just keep this family friendly. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, let's crack these, and um, you know, we'll here get we go. that good audio going here
1: in stereo. Mm. Mm. See, I like a good pale ale, yeah. You know, it's it's pretty crisp, yeah, if you will. Yeah,
0: I like it yeah so this one i'll read you the little story an original by a shop crafted beauty clean and crisp like our tent lakes golden like manitoba straw with a floral and hop finish best paired with good times i always think that's funny when bre- when cans always say like best paired with because like you know uh i don't know i guess it's supposed to be with food but most people just say now like best paired with sunshine and Good times or whatever. And getting buck steep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> no, um, this is
1: good for, for uh, you know, and it doesn't even, say, like, they must brew this themselves because it doesn't say brewed by so-and-so. It just says brewed and packaged in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it tastes good. Brasserie
0: uh, La Shop.
1: Take a look for it. I, I would assume that it's probably at the Peminent and Grant Beer Store because they have everything. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like I said, I found this one at the Norwood Beer Store there. you uh, got to think
0: it's over in St. Boniface, this brewery is it i mean we don't know anything about it
1: and there's no address is there
0: do they have any social media on their can or uh internet or anything like that
1: i don't see anything no
0: all right i like a good mystery
1: (laughs) (laughs) who cracked the case (laughs) like perry mason
0: here. yeah so drop us a line talking hockey pod at uh, gmail.com if you know anything about la brasserie shop or brasserie le shop.
1: Once our intern starts full time, they can get on it, but yeah. they're on a plane right now from Australia. <laughs>
0: Uh, not traveling on the talk and hockey dime, I hope. Uh, no. Okay.
1: We got funding for it.
0: All right. Oh, nice. Um, let's talk, uh, let's get into the first period here. So, um, if you're just joining us for the first time or the fifth time here on, uh, and hockey, the hockey talking show, we break our show down into a few periods. We've got the first period where we talk a little bit of jets and we kind of talk our talk and hockey hot topics of the week. We cover, you know, the rest of the NHL and or the hockey world at large. Um, And then uh, coming up later in the show, uh, during the second period, we have a segment called uh, Wearing the Pants. And uh, Randy poses a question to me, uh, and I put on the pants of the person who's... Decision, it yeah. Is, decision, I have yeah. to make. So I I walk a mile in their pants, um, and then we'll uh, we're we're gonna try for another uh, installment of the caress cold call, which has been a popular and fun feature so far this season, where we randomly call one of our beer league teammates, and uh, yeah, and then in the third period we come up, we're, we're going to talk about our vintage hockey hair player of the week. Should I say who that's going to be? or do they need to stay tuned and find out
1: they should stay tuned. okay all right and
0: then uh and we're going to talk about a local legend uh which is the manitoba or winnipeg uh sort of well local legend exactly. if you will so someone who's
1: a key player in yeah. the hockey world that uh either grew up here or was born here or played hockey here
0: yeah so make sure you stay tuned uh, if you feel like skipping around go ahead and do that just make sure, uh, you know, you catch up cause, and I'll follow us on Instagram at talking hockey podcast, uh, because, uh, all the sort of like sweet hairdos we get into for the vintage hockey hair and stuff. We post those pictures and, uh, I'll post up some pics. I'm going to start, I haven't been doing it, but I'm going to start tonight is the, um, the, the thing like on Instagram, the stories that you can have, I'll do a craft our local craft beer of the week. Boom. And we'll tag our local craft breweries. And maybe one of these days, somebody will be like, you know what? We need to get a sponsorship, get some advertising going on. And then, uh, hey, here we are. It's all built in. So uh, first period. Before we go, uh, while we're
1: on the whole Instagram train thing going on there, um, last week we uh, raised the idea or the question to get like, you know, Throw us some questions in on, on the old DMs on the Instagram. Right, yeah. So that obviously didn't. We got a couple,
0: okay. uh, we got a couple feedbacks. Um, I think though, like we got feedback and I got feedback in, in different ways. My dog is making <laughs> Scooby's out there doing something anyway. Uh, so like, we
1: didn't get the 10, though? We didn't... Because we, the magic number no, was 10, and so we would take them out for a beer?
0: Correct. Okay. Uh, but I'm fine with that, because you also po- promised both our caress cold callers that I'd right. buy them a well, beer. I, I would have then, bought this beer. And then, okay. okay.
1: But yeah. anyways, well, maybe we'll bring up the beer challenge again sometime in the future, but uh, make sure all you folks out there uh yeah. drop us a drop us some questions or some topics that you'd like us to talk about and we'll, yeah. we'll get them on the show here
0: sure um and and if we want to get into that in a little bit some of the feedback we did get then then we will but let's let's right now get into the jets in the first period here because uh, the first period's already started and look we're standing around watching the puck and uh, we're already behind five nothing so <laughs> uh let's, should we call
1: a timeout or should we just get her going i think
0: we just get her going here um no, actually, quick t- quick timeout. Quick timeout. I got to see what the dog's doing. He's okay. freaking out over there.
1: Here comes a timeout. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so the coach called a quick 30-second timeout. Yeah. The boys are rallying. They're, they're ready to go. Yeah. It's... There's, there's a, a face-off down the other team's uh, zone here, and uh, here we go, boys.
0: Okay. Where were we? <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Um, Let's talk about the Jets being on a little bit of a heater. Let's get right into it here. We've been dilly-dallying around this enough here. Let's get into it. Um, they've won back, not back-to-back, but they won their two-game trip through Florida. They beat the Panthers 4-3 and the, and the Lightning 4-3. 4-3, yeah. Was it were both games were 4-3? Yeah. Yeah, and um, and then now they're on to, to Nashville next. Uh, pre, but they're currently something like 4-0-1 in their last five, I think.
1: Yeah, well, um, if you think about last episode, we were recording the day of the Colorado game here at home in Winnipeg. They got shut out, and uh, they just came off that Western road trip. Uh, you know mm-hmm. where the the boys were looking good. and It's like, well,
0: they got like four of six points yeah, or something. When they
1: when they came home, it's like, oh, well, here's here's your key divisional matchup, and how how are the boys gonna look? And unfortunately, uh, well, the game started with that goalie getting injured. Um, right. Yeah. And then we then the, ran into him.
0: And then uh, the Werner, I believe, was the abs yeah. guy. And he came he shot, in shot and shut him out, shot him out yeah. in his first ever NHL game. So props props to him for that. That was pretty uh, pretty good. Sweet. But, um, you know, like after, so as of that game uh, against Calgary, they only had 51 goals for that was as of Wednesday or something like that. So then they scored eight more. So they're at like 59 goals for um, and I'm kind of—I was looking across the league, some of the goals force numbers, and the Jets are kind of like low middle of the pack. Uh, they're not, you know, like this is a team that was kind of supposed to be known for its uh, offensive flair and some some razzle dazzle and whatnot, but they're kind of just so far they haven't really lit it up, yeah. as they say. Well, if you think about it,
1: Patrick Linea. Has what three goals? Four, three or four. I believe, yeah. And but he had three assists there uh, in the game against Florida. Yeah. He set up uh, Shifley's goal there to. I guess that was the th- the three uh, two goal. The Jets ended up making it four uh, two. Lowry scored there, and then mm. at Florida added one to make it four three. So I guess technically Lowry got the game winning goal. But <clears throat>
0: yeah, you still have Patrick Liney. Uh, Shifley's about a point a game right now, and Ehlers has seven or nine goals or something like that so he's i think actually leading the team in goals and so they're getting some production across a number of players it's not all you know just one or two guys but uh and that's good to see but um but in general team goals like you look at montreal right now and they're 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 you know 60 some odd plus goals for 67 something like that and and it's it's crazy like how spread out it is across their roster, but right. But like uh, you know, I think Winnipeg is kind of getting the job done lately. That's for sure. You know, the W is what counts in the end, and,
1: they, and I, they've I, been I, getting some Ws. I think that just goes to show how well I think Hellebuck has been playing, because uh, they're not scoring a lot, but uh, yeah. they're still they're still winning the <clears> games. <throat> I think. Yeah, I guess overall, you gotta you gotta say. Uh, you know, Shifley, Ehlers, and Connor are probably the three guys kind of leading in goals yeah. wise. Yeah. Yet you have Patrick Line who's right up there with Shifley with points because uh Line has has He's become uh, he's a dishmaster. He, he's got a lot more of assists than he normally yeah. does. He's... Um and then you got uh Morrissey off to a pretty good start. I think he's got three goals already for a mm-hmm. defenseman. Yeah, he
0: had one the other night there, uh, or had, afternoon or whatever that yeah. was.
1: And then, uh, then you got you got Blake Wheeler kind of uh, bringing up the rear a, a little bit there. I guess he's, you know, one would hope that uh, the points will come. I think, yeah, you know, I think just like with the defensive systems and where whatever else is going on with the Jets, I think uh, things will kind of all fall into place here, yeah. and you know, you'll pretty soon you'll get some nice chemistry going on, like. You've I got, think they've been sh-
0: finding some chemistry, yeah. it seems seems like, you know? I
1: think once, like, Wheeler kind of really fits into his role as centerman, I, I think with Ehlers and Roslovic on his wings, I, I really feel that that line can be just as good as, as the Shifley line. For sure,
0: because they, they, that's a, a line with some speed. I mean, Ehlers, he wows me every game I watch, basically, with his speed um, and his, like, ability to sort of dipsy-doodle. And then... You forget about the shot he's got. Like that goal he scored against uh Tampa on the power play. He ripped yeah. it uh top shelf near side over the goalie's shoulder. Assisted there by was Patrick Line. Like, there was like this much room. Yeah. He put and I and for the listener, I'm holding my fingers like you know, the width of <laughs> the width, a puck. Yeah. Um
1: I think like what I've seen with that line maybe the past couple of games, it's like they're trying to make the perfect pass, and I think maybe mm. they just got
0: to rip the puck. Like, get some greasy ones.
1: Jack Roslovic, It just seems like he wants to make that next uh, extra little pass, kind of thing, where yeah. he's got a really good shot. Yeah, I think you know that line. I think is is, well, is it's going to come for them.
0: Well, and 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 Line A. They um, I think he just sometimes maybe needs to. He thinks he's like uh, the next. Uh, I don't know Adam Oates. You're dishing away, but like he's just got to get selfish because he was. Twice in the slot, I saw him try to make a pass that didn't actually yeah. connect. When it could have been, he could have just shot he could it. Have it. And you know what? Like uh, the goalie expects the shot from Line A probably most of the time, and maybe that's why he's selling that and then and then passing and getting. And he's been quoted as saying, you know, like I just want the team to score. I want the line to score. I don't care if I score. Yeah. So that's good. Um. And he's he's really kind of banging in the corner. He's throwing the body. He's looking good. He is record wise
1: yeah. do you think the jets are doing better than you thought like then you would have they're kind of right where i thought they would be yeah. to be
0: honest like they're uh 12 wins nine 12, losses 12, eight, one or something like 12 that. eight and one yeah and uh only uh only edmonton has more wins for the canadian clubs they're they've got 13 and montreal also has 12 hmm. although montreal's got more otls than winnipeg so extra points there's the points, yeah. but um uh, no, I think the Jets. I, uh, there was a lot of doom and gloom written and said about them because of the defensive turnover, and that was a question mark. But I think if you just like look at this team and say, "Well, Hellebuck is is a good goalie. You know, he's a Vesna nominated goalie. He had not as good of a season last year, still good. Um, and then you know, you look at who your core forwards are." they can spread out enough guys across three lines that you've got three good lines. The fourth line's a bit of a mystery this year. Um, but, but like
1: we said last episode, I think once Brian little and Mason Appleton come back, mm. then I think those lines then get some more balance instead yeah. of being that
0: fourth line. That, if, if little comes back. Right. Well, yeah. I said, when I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm optimistic, you're very optimistic. Your glass half full uh, yeah. kind of guy. What,
1: what's, what is it? The optimism is growing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, There's a growing sense. Yeah. No, yeah, anyway. yeah. Growing optimism. I thought We're quoting said. Darren Dreger uh, for his infamous Dustin Bufflin optimism uh, report.
1: It'll go down in history as. Being and then one the week later,
0: wrong. yeah, yeah, exactly. That's like the most wrong NHL insider <laughs> report. So here on Talking Hockey, the Hockey Talking Show, we make no claims to be insiders or experts. We just like to talk hockey. Couple couple dudes who play hockey, watch hockey, and talk hockey. And uh, you know, you're not going to hear any of that kind of stuff from us. We'll just give you the goods on what we see actually unfolding as opposed to what we imagine could be happening behind closed doors (laughs) so anywho
1: one last thing about the jets actually and it's the third line and it's like with lowry cop and perot i like the line i feel like that's a good line yeah you know like that that could definitely play into like the type of line that they usually are like for
0: sure and i think you could swap perot and roslovich on that two and three line as needed, but I do like Perot with cop and, uh, Lowry. Lowry is the jets most physical player for sure. leads the team in hits and everything. Um, there's only been like one fight this year and he's had it. And, um, you know, uh, he's a great face off guy. Um, and, and, you know, he's not going to outscore the other team, but he's not going to get scored on no. necessarily. Yeah. And then cop has really come a long way in his defensive Abilities, I, I, I wonder sometimes, I see him on the power play lately. He's still on the power play. So I yeah. wonder... Like, But they've like, really
1: messed up the power play. or not messed it up, yeah. but they've really changed it yeah. to yeah. really try and get something else going.
0: Because it's not been going. Because
1: like, B- Blake Wheeler is now on the second power play, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. Like, Shifley's on the first. And
0: I like Cop, but I don't know that like, I'm on the power yeah. play, but I whatever. think they're
1: just kind of throwing everything at the wall. To Seeing what of,
0: works. And... They got it because it's like 14 something percent and that's towards the bottom of the league.
1: Whereas like, you know, they were like up near the top top
0: three or five for the last few years. line has got one power play goal out of his four goals. Um, He's led the team in power play goals since he became a jet three years ago. This is his fourth year now. Um But, yeah, like, so the the special teams-wise, they're sort of coming around, I guess, but, like, the power play is something like 28th in the league. The penalty kill, uh, a couple weeks ago, I reported it at being something like 60%. Well, they're up to 73 or so now, so that's good. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, uh, that can hopefully only (laughs) improve, but, like, at least 73 is close to 75%, so that's only, you know, one out of four goals that the other team's scoring on the power play Mm -hmm. so if they don't take four p four penalties in a game they shouldn't give up a power play goal true yeah Uh, did you
1: watch the florida game
0: i did
1: so do you remember that fourth goal it was tucker pullman took the shot from the point Mm. and then like they scored and then he, he was celebrating and he was kind of pointing to himself like was that me or whatever right right do you remember that at all did you see that
0: was it tipped? That was. It was tipped. By it was Lowry. By Lowry, by Lowry yeah. yeah.
1: But there was something that happened before that. Okay. Pullman shot it. Cop tipped it, and then Lowry tipped it. So it was a double tip. <laughs> and it was like Lowry from Cop and Pu- Pullman. I <laughs> went. <laughs> I went and rewatched re- re- it, okay. and it's like you can see Cop yeah. deflect it, and then Lowry deflects it. So how are you gonna? How are you gonna stop the double deflection?
0: Yeah, that's a. If you can plan to do a double i mean i don't think he could but like that'd be pretty That's awesome. pretty sweet yeah, yeah. <laughs> i like that that's something that we should employ on the crest of steel our uh, beer league team is the double tip just have one guy standing right by the puck Kinda one guy here one guy there <laughs> yeah um anyway yeah that's that's cool like the, their special teams though coming around a little bit and uh so they did beat both Florida and Tampa in one goal games. Fun stat for you. The Jets are nine wins, one loss, and one overtime loss so far this season in one goal games. Um, so that's most of their games have been one goal games.
1: The whole scoring first, not scoring first thing just seemed to kind of go away. Like, because there was all yeah, those games at the beginning. The season, yeah, yeah, the first And then hand. they were scoring first and they were still losing or whatever. But mm. now it just, I don't know, it. To me, it does feel like that they're starting to find their groove, you know, maybe famously as they go on a huge skid now or something or, you know.
0: Well, and this has been the I think your concern through the season so far is which team is going to show up. And so with this big central division two central division games coming up, what you got Nashville tomorrow night, which is Tuesday and uh dallas and then dallas a couple nights later
1: and both teams are behind the jets in the standings so no better time to
0: like get nashville's kind of been not the nashville you it's not your father's nashville (laughs) i guess uh you know but i heard a thing they're six two and two at home so you know uh bridgestone center is always probably a tough place to go but the jets have shown in the last couple years obviously famously in the playoffs they can go in there and take care of business so
1: well this would be the ideal time though for the jets to like make a mark and like you know keep winning because yeah. like i guess you have yeah you have, awesome
0: have, to see them put together a little stretch of games here and they have <clears throat> but to just keep it going eh? so if
1: you look at the central you got st louis in first with 29 points mm. colorado in second with 26 winnipeg in third with 25 dallas in fourth with 24 Chicago in fifth with twenty two, mm-hmm. Nashville in sixth with twenty one, yeah. and Minnesota way down in the basement yeah. with sixteen. And so, the, if the Jets win tomorrow, they got themselves a like a six point lead on Nashville.
0: Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, Chicago has been trending upwards. Um, Chicago
1: has long, won four. Yeah, in, in they're
0: their past th- and with some big ones <laughs> they Just thumped uh, Nashville, and. uh, yeah, they've had some good. They've been playing some good hockey lately. Well, the Jets are
1: on a two-game win streak. Dallas is on a three-game win streak, and Chicago's on a four-game win streak. Yeah, Nashville's lost two in a row. So yeah, hopefully mm. the Jets can kind of keep it going here against the Central.
0: I read a I read something that referred to the Central as the group of death. You know how in soccer they have that? Yeah, yeah. And I know. Uh, so I guess it means like you have a bunch of teams in a in a division or group that. Are all equally good, but like not all can continue on because of the way things will yeah. end up working playoff-wise and such. But uh, anyway, I I thought is is the Central Division the NHL's group of death? Do you think? Like, because I think I, I the, wouldn't say so anymore. The like Atlantic's the, pretty good. Isn't well, it?
1: even like in the Eastern in the Metro, you've got Washington well, and yeah, New York are yeah, yeah. leading the. And league in- don't
0: forget about Pittsburgh, even though Sid's out right now with his hernia. Uh,
1: I guess everyone else, like Carolina, is having a decent season here. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't – like, the Central used to be that really good It has division. been for the last few yeah. years, yeah. Now, like, I wouldn't say – it's, I would say it's one of the better it, ones. Yeah, but, you can make yeah. a case for
0: really any division because yeah. you look at the Pacific and then, all you know, well, like Edmonton, I think that we kind of keep thinking the wheels are going to fall off, but I don't know that they will. It's similar to uh, a couple years ago when Na- when Vegas first came into the league and everybody was like, well, they can't just keep winning. And then they did. Yeah. You know? Um,
1: Everyone thought that that point was going to come where they were going to just yeah, bomb and they yeah, never and did. Yeah, never did. And they went and, all the way to the Stanley Cup finals. Yeah,
0: and I'm not saying Edmonton's going all the way to the finals this year but i think they're a very well coached team and they've got the dynamic duo of the deutschland angler and connor mcdavid and uh well we all know what those guys are doing they're ripping it up is what they're doing um do we do we want to talk any more uh, jet stuff here we've got we've got uh we could we could mention about the moose just being on a real heater themselves Yeah, Um,
1: the moose have won six in a row here. Um, I think like we can touch a bit more on the moose, uh, in the, uh, pants question. Yeah, sure. Wearing the pants, but yeah, there, we, there's a couple points that we could throw around, but we, we can save that for when you throw some uh, pants
0: Yeah. The, I'll try on, um, Vincent Pascal's pants or something maybe, (laughs) uh, Anyway, that's his name, right? Pascal Vincent?
1: Pascal Vincent,
0: yeah. yeah well, I said it like Vincent <laughs> comma Pascal. So. That's so, like, classy. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm a very classy guy. Very, very classy guy. Um, but, yeah, let's move on to our hot topics of the week, uh, which in which we cover sort of the rest of the hockey world and such. And we kind of started a little bit there, but I think we want to kind of um, we want just talk about how the Flames and the Leafs are really sucking right now. <laughs>
1: And Has it been the flames has it basically been since they lost the heritage classic which you're by the way you're wearing. your. I'm wearing my merch. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I got my I got my heritage classic hoodie on that I picked up at the game.
1: They blew that one nothing lead against the Jets. And has it been like ever since then that they've been you know
0: they I think they've won a couple but they have they just got shut out in back to back games. And they've been involved in some like line brawls and fisticuffs lately. And
1: uh, well, they lost. They lost to Arizona and they lost to Vegas. Yeah, v- yesterday on hometown hockey, six nothing. Vegas wins. Yeah, they
0: thumped them. Um, and then and then you know on Hockey Night in Canada the night before that Toronto got thumped by uh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh six to one without Crosby. Yeah, that was uh, uh, that was the uh, what's that guy's name Coon or something like that Cahoon. He had like three points. I think he's like a depth player on the pens. (laughs) Anyway, I like the pens team. Now he's a
1: nice national icon.
0: Yeah. Well, I, so the Leafs game on hockey night, Canada spawned maybe my favorite hockey meme type thing of the year so far. And that is the, uh, as the Hockey Night in Canada is cutting to commercial, they pan on these two lovebirds oh, yeah. in the audience and the girl's taking a selfie. They're both decked out in Leafs gear yeah. and the girl's <laughs> taking a selfie of the two of them. The, the boyfriend's sitting there and he puts the smile on for the selfie and then immediately she presses, you know, his face just, it's like... Just drops. Yeah, just yeah. drops because uh, uh, Jim Houston was, th- you know, he's saying, and the Leafs are down six to one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, So uh, just, uh, but it's been a... tough slog for both of those teams um i i I think so calgary is 10 10 and one or something i don't know like you know they're 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 500 essentially the leafs are below 500 they're they're they've got a bunch of otls which Uh, i kind of are nine and nine 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 and four yeah so they're like nine and 13 and calgary's like 10 10 and what
1: Calgary is 10 10 and three
0: yeah well they've played 23 games already okay so but you know like they're they're both essentially below 500 um, yeah and I think there's a lot of pressure on uh, Toronto and and uh, the coach there Babcock um, all the all the talking heads and and expert insiders that we love to listen to uh, they're all saying you know could this be the end of Mike Babcock in Toronto? <laughs> um you know, they got a trip down to Vegas. That's their next game is against oh, Vegas. Yeah. Vegas just snapped a six game wins losing streak or whatever it was, or four game losing streak, by thumping Calgary six nothing. And so Vegas, good team. Yeah, you know. I
1: think they're you know, they're not gonna Toronto's not in for an easy road here. Also, Uh, With Mitch Marner being out for like I think over a month, so it it just things just don't seem to be uh, going the way of um, you know with signing all those skilled guys like it's almost i don't know they just
0: don't have enough roster depth honestly Yeah do
1: you have do you have too much of one thing and you know not yeah. enough to spread sure. around kind of thing I think so for sure Also Tyson Berry has like zero points or yeah. very little minus points minus 100 yeah. And, yeah
0: they're already like <laughs> we got to trade Berry like they I mean like the the uh, panicked public but um you know and they can't get a, a backup goalie to win a game for the life of them you know um But
1: their starter isn't even that good either Freddie?
0: I think he holds them in. I think he's their MVP.
1: Well, he's their MVP, but rank him in in the league.
0: Would I he mean, be in
1: the top fifteen? Yeah, you think so? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I
0: don't know his numbers off the top of my. No, but heart, like, if you had
1: to pick fifteen goalies, he would be in the top fifteen.
0: I mean, he yeah, for okay. sure. Yeah, I wouldn't put him up no? there, but yeah. I, I
1: just I just feel like um, I think he's
0: the only reason the Leafs win games half the time, well,
1: for the most part. Yeah, mm. uh, but I don't know. I I think. I think with Toronto you know, it's just like you almost let those players dictate the type of team that they're gonna be instead of in, instead of like being being a team that you need well even like guys like Well, this Drew is Doughty the Babcock was, yeah.
0: thing because he's coaching the team to be a certain way, but he doesn't have the cast the to do to it. Do that, yeah. Whereas in Montreal, you look at what Julien's doing, he used to coach a certain way but he got this group of players for the Habs and now he coaches them in the way that best suits them and they're a Which fast, crazy team that's so yeah. good. But like Babcock, I had, a, I had a little chat with teammate Vinny the other day and uh, after our caress game and uh, he says he's a Detroit Red Wings fan and so when Babcock was the coach of, them so like zach hyman just came back from injury for toronto right and and babcock's on record as saying like well here comes our team now you know like we, our offense is gonna get the boost it needs and all this kind of thing and it's you know it's zach hyman no discredit to him but like it's whatever yeah but like you look at babcock's history and as Vinny was saying like in detroit his love of danny cleary and darren helm and Hell these yeah. kind of these kind of guys you yeah. know the, the muckers. Guys. he loves those muckers and great yeah. guys and the leafs don't really have that. Zach Hyman is that for well, the? Well, they Leagues had Nazim Kadri. Like, yeah, I guess. If but he's you know and whatever Kadri's Kadri. I don't. I'm. Not, I'm. He, I hate two players in the league essentially, Lucic and Kadri. So <laughs> like Kadri is that kind of yeah great player. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he's
1: dirty on the dirty side, yeah, but yeah. he's but also he, he can he play wa- that game. Yeah, for he, sure. He'll get in the corners. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, he gets he gets his nose dirty for sure. So. Actually, uh,
1: uh, on on the topic of memes that just kind of made me remember something. Yeah. Um. There was, like, this funny meme that was, like, a, a a Boston Bruins celebrating photo. Yeah. And it was, like, in reference to the Maple Leafs, it's, like, you can't lose to Boston in the first round if you don't make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think at this point the Leafs are... Not even in a playoff picture. No, they're twenty first in the league. Yeah, and yeah. in the in their conference, I think they're maybe ninth or something. So it's um, what you got you're bringing it up right there. Well,
1: they're only two points out of the wild exactly. Card. It's so, so like it's so early, tight right yeah.
0: there. You can't really say one way or another. Uh, American Thanksgiving is coming up, which is kind of a line that traditionally has been looked at and said, okay, if you're in the playoffs at this point, then you're probably, you know, I forget what the percentage is, 80% or whatever, you'll probably be in in the playoffs by April. So... Anyway, the, the, still
1: lots of hockey, but it's nice to see Calgary and Toronto losing basically. Yeah. yeah I think, <laughs> I
0: think we could all know, uh, to our Toronto and Calgary fans out there. Uh, and I know that there's some, some guys out there, uh, Aaron Levere, big Calgary guy. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I got some buddies who are unfortunate. My dad, unfortunately is a Toronto fan. So. Oh yeah. But, uh, you know, uh, actually, so I was, when I was in Ontario, me and dad and, uh, one of my uncles and cousin, they're all Toronto guys. eh, And, uh, had a good chit chat about the Leafs and what my dad's like. They need a Tom Wilson or a Matt Martin, you know. They had Matt Martin. I know. And I was, <laughs> yeah, they did. Right. So, but uh, let's segue. Okay, so the Leafs got thumped in New York. Actually, they didn't get thumped. They came back and made a game of it, but they almost got thumped
1: against the Islanders. Against the Islanders,
0: yeah. uh, the JT's returned to Long Island. Not the, uh, you know, he's obviously been back since. But uh, the fans were still letting them have it. There's th- they were uh, chanting, uh, what were they chanting? Uh, we don't need you. And they were chanting uh, Barzies better. <laughs> and uh, they probably had a plethora of other ones. And
1: well, I remember they, they were called. A bunch call- of
0: signs, the Jammy Boy yeah, and all this. Boy, and, yeah. And, yeah. So very hilarious and a it would be like a fun atmosphere to be at. Like, that would be good. Like, Jets fans used to do that, but I think we're all complacent now. Oh, yeah. like, it's,
1: nobody's it's having... It's kind of worn off.
0: We need to get like a good booster club back. Well, at the one of game, my favorites
1: in Winnipeg was when it was uh, Jets playing Buffalo and yeah, Ryan yeah. Miller was in net. Oh. Or no, Buffalo? Or who was it? Anyways, Ryan no Ryan, Ryan Miller was in net, and they were chanting Silver Medal. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would have been uh, Buffalo or no, who's he plays for? Anaheim now. He's he's been have, around yeah. Canucks. He played for the Canucks for a bit. Yeah,
1: I think I was, for some reason I think it was Buffalo.
0: Well, that would have been back around the Olympics. Then, yeah, yeah. Two thousand.
1: And then the, then you had uh,
0: Kane he, came back to town. Evander Kane when he came back the first time.
1: What did what did they say there?
0: I don't know. Something about sweatpants. Okay. Where's your sweatpants or where's your, yeah. Or yeah. Where's your tracksuit? Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 And there was one, uh, a team uh, had just like fired its coach and the general manager came in and then they were everybody was chanting like, who's your coach or well, something. Well, there was like who's that. your
1: captain when it was San Jose when they didn't, oh, okay. when they took the CEO away from oh, yeah. Joe Thornton, they were okay. saying, who's your captain? Yeah. yeah. Um, so stuff like that's pretty yeah. fun for fans, yeah. I
0: think. And uh, my wife always thinks it's pretty mean, but. And I suppose to some degree it is, but it's still pretty fun. Well,
1: how about even when they just say the goalie's name, like in the taunting fashion? She doesn't like that, <laughs> yeah. but I love it.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah like for Lundquist, Henrik, yeah. whatever. I
1: like when those chants get going. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But, um, Yeah. Not enough uh, fun chance at the Jets games anymore. So let's get that going. I think yeah, um, I think
1: people are just getting a little tired. Yeah, they just, but
0: like New York Islanders, they 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 were those fans were at the Coliseum on uh, in Uniondale were doing it. And um, so aside from all the wicked chants and the Islanders beating Toronto, um, the Islanders in general, like like they're doing great. Hey, yeah, they're top top. Couple teams in the league right now.
1: I think they're second overall in the league behind Washington, which is Barry Trotz's former team. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. So who to thunk? You can get rid of your franchise player. Well, not get rid of. They lost. Like they didn't he want lost. to. Yeah, yeah he yeah. walked. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. They didn't even get rid of him. because they what, were like, oh, he'll come back. Yeah. So what a what a turn of events and and good fortune that that ended up being that that he. He just was like, you know what? I'm going to sign in Toronto for $17 million or whatever it was. $70 million, yeah, sorry. Uh,
1: $11 million bucks a year for seven years, I think. Something like yeah. that, yeah. So, But anyways, like the, the year that they lost Tavares was basically Matt Barzell's first year. Yeah. And that kid is unreal.
0: Yeah. Yeah, good player. Like I think, yeah, I and think, they've got all kinds of good players because they don't have four players taking up eleven million dollars each. Well, next year they'll have to pay, Bar, pay Barzell, but, sure, but, but you can still, pay a guy I think, and keep it reasonable. Yeah, I think uh, they just got good guys
1: running. And you know, it's funny you got Lou Lamorello, who's school the G, Lou. Yeah. He's he's the former GM
0: of Toronto. No facial hair, Lou. <laughs> but, no sideburns. He does like he doesn't yeah, like yeah. let his players just have like sideburns Simpsons. and stuff. And then uh, no high numbers. That's probably why he doesn't like Josh Hosang.
1: Maybe, yeah, 66.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like a uh, number over 38, I don't like it.
1: But, uh, you know, maybe Toronto would be better off if they would have kept old
0: Lou. I can't argue that. <laughs> I I don't know if I agree with uh, what Kyle Dubas has done. Um Basically as far just as building it. that team like I don't know if he tried to play moneyball or whatever well I don't know I think he but just like gave, the gave, opposite of moneyball yeah. like we're in moneyball the movie it's all about like how to build a team on a on a budget and then Kyle Dubas was like how to moneyball how to throw money at all your yeah. problems Brendan Shanahan gave
1: him like the team debit card and then he
0: <laughs> he gave the pin to like four players yeah for sure hey yeah. eh? so oops uh Whatever though, hey Toronto. I think it's kind of fun for most people to hate on Toronto. So, um, but we won't, we won't, uh, we won't beat a dead horse. Is that the saying?
1: Yes, but I also it's again the season is still young. Yeah, you know I think there's exactly. a lot of hockey to play and oh, there's a, lot, a lot, a lot's going to change. Absolutely, I think the teams that are playing well right now, like, you can even see it with Buffalo. Like they started really hot and they've cooled off. Mm-hmm. Carolina to to agree to a degree mm-hmm. as well. But uh, I don't know. They're still. It's what, not even, it's mid-November, so there's lots of hockey.
0: Well, one team that's started off real hot so far is the Colorado Avalanche, and they've stayed hot so far. With injuries. Yeah, they've got injuries, but they're uh, a deep enough team that's getting good goaltending and all the rest of it. And they're they're just winning games. They're
1: on their third and fourth stringers for goalies right now.
0: Yeah, so uh, one fella there that deserves a little... Uh, head nod is rookie defenseman Kale McCarr from uh, like Brooks, Alberta or wherever he's from.
1: The smooth skating Kale McCarr.
0: Yeah, he is real smooth. Um, and he's got 20 points in 20 games. First rookie defenseman to do that since guess who? You told me but Yeah, I, Brian Leach. Uh, the year was 1988, 89 And uh, Brian Leach as a rookie had 20 points in 20 games. So Um, and he went on to have a Hall of Fame career. So uh, not saying Kale McCarr is going to, but he's off to a real good start. And uh, honestly, well, he came in the playoffs last year and had had a real good start to that too. So the Avs are looking real good, and they beat Vancouver on Hockey Night in Canada just this past weekend in what was actually quite the game. I tuned in late, um, but it was Vancouver wearing their black uh, they the call it the, the flying skate. Yeah. Um, those classic jerseys from the early and mid-90s. I loved those jerseys. Um, that was when I was a big Canucks fan. And, uh, excuse me, uh, the little Caddy Pale Ale by Brasserie Le Shop. <laughs> Give me a little bit of G- beer burps. But, um well, actually
1: Nathan McKinnon was just quoted in in the uh press the other day they're saying that kale McCarr is one of the best players he's ever played with
0: that's wild eh? yeah because I mean well, he's yeah, a kid like he's at 21
1: and like, just think of all the guys that McKinnon's played with yeah that's and, quite a compliment. The guy he trains with uh, I think McKinnon's Rosby. the
0: best player I've never played with but like I really like <laughs> to watch no he's not I mean I think you know he's McKinnon in the last year has quickly become one of my favorites. Oh,
1: he's just so quick and smooth and
0: powerful. He's a fast, fast skater. Like you look at Connor McDavid, that guy, no doubt about it, fast skater. But the way that McKinnon moves seems like, okay, he's fast. Maybe he's not as fast as, as Connor, but he's like Powerful.
1: Yeah. Well, he can he can force his way through yeah. where McDavid will just already be past guys. Yeah. But McKinnon can kind of power his way through guys and through situations and room. stuff.
0: So that overtime... He's got a great shot too. Yeah. He's got a, a laser. So the overtime goal he scored against Vancouver, he basically like took the puck back deep into his own end, sort of regrouped or whatever. Didn't see much. Well, he saw a gap and then he just hit it and then it was all like semi breakaway and he ripped a shot from the circle and beat the goalie blocker side and yeah he's got a cannon and uh, a howitzer and those were some excellent jerseys and i'm just gonna reiterate my love for alternate jerseys again and just say like all teams should wear alternate jerseys all the time (laughs) like just wear whatever jersey you want like i love it um and uh uh, also in that game a bit of a, a scary moment again like a puck to the head similar to not well it wasn't similar to the Brian little one, but in a way it was um, Matt Calvert took a puck to the head
1: and the controversy there was the fact that the rule is they don't blow the play down until until, until that team gets possession, possession of the puck yeah and so he just took a puck basically off the head right yeah, yeah.
0: and uh the Canucks kept possession and they scored ended up scoring yeah and um but you if you know. think
1: about it in a serious situation,
0: like maybe the,
1: however many seconds that passed, that's like that many seconds where the guy's not getting medical attention exactly. that could then turn into something pretty so serious. So it's like
0: that rule, I think needs to be changed. So instead of like, if it's a shot off the foot or whatever, then yeah, until that possession. team gets possession, but like a puck off the head or, that's pretty or face serious. or whatever, yeah. Yeah. you got to blow it down. Yeah. Because yeah, he
1: like, again like in a in a situation like that, a matter of seconds could be crucial, right? Yeah, and uh, yeah. the fact that the guy's just laying down on the ice while yeah. the puck. and he still... tried
0: to get up and yeah. was like, "Yeah, no, that's not happening." No. and it's like, so and then so it was Pedersen or Peterson, whatever his name is there for Vancouver, who shot the puck, and he immediately like because Calvert laid out to block it, but just kind of like. I don't know if Pedersen kind of delayed the shot and and then Calvert slid right by. And then as it timed out, when he let go of the puck, it was right. It was right there and and it hit him in the head. Mm-hmm. And, uh, anyway, so, so as soon as he shot the puck, he was and hit him. He was like, he threw his hand up. He's like, Oh shit. You know, like <laughs> guys hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he kind of wanted to stop, but then like there was no whistle and they,
1: that's crazy. Whatever. Yeah.
0: So a pretty wild situation. I don't know what the status update on Calvert is or was, if he's okay or anything like that. So. Well, there
1: was definitely a lot in the post-game interviews about saying how bogus that rule is. Even mm. a guy like... Do you remember a couple years ago in the playoffs when Zach Rensky took that puck off his face? I mm. just saw him... Uh, say something out in the media uh, yeah, yeah. yesterday just saying like this rule needs to change. This because, should change. Because uh,
0: if, they if they're at all serious about, you know, head injuries and all this, then they, that's a rule that should be changed.
1: And that's also the same game where uh, Nathan McKinnon went on to win the game in overtime. And basically the whole post game was like this one's for Cal... Totally. This one's for Cal v, they were Yeah, saying. and
0: he's, he said something about if that was LeBron James, <laughs> yeah. you know, like which... Well, they would
1: have shut down the whole New York City stock exchange.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Whatever it's called. Yeah. Oh, LeBron. I mean, that guy's insane, but... um... Anywho, that's uh, pretty much the end of the first period, is it? Is it? No. Don't we have some check-ins to do here,
1: or when does that happen?
0: Oh, that not uh, in this period? Yeah, I think that's going to happen in the second period. Oh, okay. So yeah. is that
1: is that everything? Uh, yeah, the, yeah. T-
0: the clock's are running out, and I'm ready for some orange slices, Randy. All
1: right, cool. just wanted to make sure we, you know, uh, yeah. did the old X and O's, X and, O's and got yeah. our plays going here. It's There's cool. a
0: lot to talk about, no doubt. I mean, I wanted to, like, uh, listener Justin in Nanaimo, um, he was, he's... Uh, Big Hawks fan, and he was just telling me all about the Hawks and how okay. how hot they've been lately, and the the resurgence of Brendan Sod or Brandon, Brandon Sod, and how he's kind of really like been playing like super well this year. And Kane's up there in points in the league lead and everything like that. And they're getting the dual goaltending thing going with Robin Lehner, who's been lights out, yeah, and, and Crawford. uh, Crawford's playing real well and stuff. So, okay, um, well, you
1: know what, we're pretty much bang on for the same time as the first period from mm-hmm. last last game, okay. last podcast. We'll wrap it up here. Yeah, but we'll, we'll, let's put together a game plan. We'll, yeah. maybe we'll re- re- revisit some of that stuff in the in the For sure, here. there's and, no shortage
0: of stuff to talk yeah. about. So we got you know try and squeeze things in, but uh, yeah, the Hawks are definitely hot and. Um, so am I, I got to get this shoulder pads off here and get some orange slices into me. So, uh, that's it for the first period. We'll see you in a minute for the start of the second. Right on. That song ended quicker than I thought it was going (laughs) to. I I remember that last note sort of stretching out before, but I guess it didn't. Anyway, that's our putting on the jeans song. It uh, indicates the start of the second period, uh, which will bring you the wearing the pants segment. And we just cracked a fresh caddy pale ale from Brasserie La Shop presumably located in saint boniface oh i would assume God. but it's never good to <laughs> assume would, yeah, exactly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i do like to assume sometimes and yeah that'll get it, that'll get a guy in trouble so we better not um but yeah so welcome to the second period i um, feeling refreshed we got a clean sheet of ice the zamboni was out and uh, boy did a bang up job.
1: You know what? I actually retaped my stick. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
0: now that's a power move yeah. for the intermission.
1: So uh, with with fresh uh, fresh tape on the blade here, yeah, I got a question for you, and uh-huh. it basically involves. You would think, since it's a moose-related question, you'd think that it would be the coach of the moose, who is uh, Vincent Pascal. <laughs> but this one involves the higher brass. Of the
0: organization okay.
1: involving hashtag free Niku,
0: okay, okay, and yeah. the whole movement there trending is, hashtag on uh Cress of Steel WhatsApp chat. We
1: we got a we got our <laughs> boy down there with the moose who's just scoring like you know on well, the on the
0: daily. Yeah, he's lighting it up.
1: And you know you up up with the big club here. You, you know you have up, you you have this apparent uh, D. Defenseman shortage, yeah. yet you have the former AHL defenseman of the year and mm-hmm. currently just up near the top of the, the top-scoring defenseman in the AHL. After yeah. like 11 games, I think he's got 12 or 13 points or something like that. Yeah. But anyways, I don't know if you're going to put on Chevy's pants or Maurice's Her, pants. H-
0: or H- Herzinger? Heisinger's Heisinger. pants. Heisinger. Yeah,
1: Zinger. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe you'll try on each of their pants and yeah. be like, you have to okay. go... See which like almost like Goldilocks. See which pair of pants fits best for you to answer this question. Sure. Why don't you bring up Sammy Niku hashtag Free Niku?
0: Okay, so um, first I'll put on uh, Pascal Vincent Moose Coach Pascal Vincent's uh, uh, track pants, the ones he wears during Jets or uh, Moose practice when he's working the working the guys the drills. Yeah. Um, and I'll just say, I'm not going to do his uh, French accent because that would just be offensive offensive and terrible. But um, uh, I will say that, uh, you know, Niku checking all the boxes, doing everything right, you know, playing, you know, coming to the rink early, leaving the rink late, <laughs> yeah. uh, watching video, studying the game. I'm making all of this up. I have no idea if he's doing these things, but I assume he must be because he's playing so well. Um and you know, so as coach uh Vincent is sorta of saying, he's doing everything the the club is asking him to do and uh he's just kinda waiting for his shot. So now I'm gonna put on uh Zenger's pants. Um they're pretty small. He's very short. So and I'm <laughs> they're kinda, like I'm, clam diggers. <laughs> I'm kinda tall, so yeah, I got some clam diggers on and everybody who sees me's like, Oh, tide coming in Yeah, and where's I'm, the flood? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um you're like, shut up, these are Zinger's pants. Yeah. Uh I don't know if it's his decision to do like what is I'm not really sure what actually he does. But like I think he, technically he's, he's assistant GM, right? Well he's the GM of the Moose. Exactly. I think he's like so, the oversees their day to day.
1: Assistant GM of the Jets, yeah. I think. And then yeah. like some sort of like player something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: So who makes the actual call as to whether guys getting called up or down? Probably Chevy.
1: It's Chevy. Chevy would be like, We're doing this, yeah. and then Singer would be like Got it.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'll, I'll put on uh, Zinger's pants real quick, like, and say, "Boy, these are tight." And uh, and then and then I'll take them right back off and say, "Chev, your call, bud." <laughs> so so here I am putting on uh, Kevin Chevaldeoff's Dayoff's pants, and and maybe uh,
1: Paul Maurice like saunters into your office, and yeah, he's like, "Hey, sure. uh, boss, we got a problem on the blue line here. Yeah. Like, what do you want to do?"
0: Yeah. Um, so Kevin speaking here. Uh, Paul uh, Zinger, uh, Pascal, boys. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna let the kid percolate. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep him in the AHL for the foreseeable future. Right now, barring any injury and and major hole that I don't think the eight guys we've got on the big club right now can sort of cover. I'm gonna let Sammy Niku. Play in all the minutes down there. He's gonna kill penalties. He's gonna go power play. He's gonna do the other things defensemen do. <laughs> um, I don't know what goes on behind the blue back of the blue line. I don't back check. No. Well, he, uh, he wheels and deals back there. Yeah, He's no, a puck moving defenseman. He is. Yeah. So and I, I don't know how old he is. Do you? Like
1: Twenty one, maybe. Right. Yeah.
0: So I'm not concerned about like him becoming a career like a lifer in the AHL at this point I think that everybody can see he's probably an NHL player but it was like he got injured to sort of start training camp and then you know that put him behind a step and the way I kind of see it with the Jets right now and their D group you've got you got five guys who are I don't see the other guys usurping them if you will. And then, and then you've got those sort of three other guys. They they're sort of carrying two scratches, I think, on defense. Maybe yeah. Uh, yeah. Potato and Dahlstrom yeah. are both kind of scratches right now, and so I I'm fine with them being sort of the seven eight guys that will come in if they need to take a guy out or for whatever reason. And until sort of you reach a point where one of those guys can't or whatever, then then I'll talk. Uh, I'll think about Niku coming up, but. At this moment in time, percolate them and uh, just brew that coffee a little stronger, you know. And like my one critique of Niku from last season watching him when he came up for 20, 30 games, whatever it was. (laughs) scooby scoob dog over there having a good chew uh had to hork up a little bit of something there but um he maybe he doesn't agree with your. yeah he's <laughs> scoffing at what i'm saying right now uh,
1: he's like hashtag free <laughs>
0: yeah, dogs on board um no I, uh what was i even saying there uh hard to say anyway totally lost my train of thought
1: uh what i was gonna say is you gotta like how tucker pullman's playing yeah, you know, the fact for sure. the fact that Tucker Pullman and and Morrissey have kind of turned into that top pairing, yeah. And then you've got uh, Pionk's playing Pionk great with you. Got Kulikov. Um, who else do you have back there? How come I can't uh, think of the, the other guys?
0: Uh, Spiza.
1: Oh yeah, Spiza, who was a waiver claim. Yeah,
0: but you know what? Like he he's been sort of they. He's that bigger body that they've needed. And I, I mean, in a perfect world, I don't think he'd be your guy, but like right now he kind of, he's the physical presence that the Jets need on the back end and haven't had until mm-hmm. he sort of has come along and figured it out. But uh, how many defensemen was that that we just listed six? We're
1: we mi- we're missing one, but maybe, um, do you think big buff is coming back this year?
0: Hmm. Ah. Uh. I don't know. He, I, he. There was a picture posted of him on the recent, uh, on the Instagram of Torque Brewery, or one of our recent craft beers of the week. But uh, you know, I don't know with the surgery oh, and everything. We forgot about our, our, our boy Bolu. Oh, Nate Dog. Yeah. yeah. Our own, our very own Nate Dog. Yeah. yeah so anyway. I
1: guess, yeah, I guess, you know, the, the, uh, you're right. Like it's, it's good to let the kid and speaking of the kid, he's 23. I just looked it up. Okay. But check out the kid's flow. Have you seen it? He does
0: have some, uh, big league worthy hair for sure. It's greasy. (laughs) (laughs) But
1: anyways, he's, he's going to tear up the AHL here. He's going to score a lot of points. Yeah. He probably will grow his hair a little longer. Yeah. Um, you know, I I I think he'd get a free haircut here in Winnipeg. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I I have no problem with him staying on the AHL team, the Manitoba Moose right now, because uh, I just think that like, oh, I know what I was going to say before Scooby hacked up along there. Um, (laughs) My critique of him last year was that he just didn't have the muscle to 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 win. Like he's very skilled in everything, but like the big league fellers, they would just be able to push him off the puck. And so that's something that I don't know, like he either needs to develop or just learn to sort of play, play a game that like, you don't have to be the most bruising defenseman. Now, obviously there's lots of guys now who play a game, a defenseman's game. That's not like small. Exactly. But like you need to have stability and strength on your skates. And he was getting pushed off the puck fairly easily a a few times last year I saw. And um, so I think, you know that's maybe just something that like he a, a year in the AHL can can teach a guy. I don't know, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised to get him see to see him called up at some point this year. But if I'm wearing Kevin she- off's pants right now, which I am, I'm um, keeping him in the AHL.
1: Right on. You know what? Even though I love the hashtag Free Niku, I would still I would still keep him down with the moose because in you you kind of have the smaller puck moving defenseman. You got your PR already oh. with the Jets. Mm. So like do you need another one? Mm. Um you know, obviously you'll take talent where wherever it lies, whichever Whichever way they shoot. Also, I I know I do know that they've been playing him on both sides oh, yeah. in, the, in the AHL. Oh, it's good.
0: Get him ambidextrous. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: So maybe, you know, they're setting him up to, like, come up and maybe have to play on his offside here in the NHL. Kind you know of thing.
0: how the new generations, every like every generation, there's, like, some crazy new skill that the one before them couldn't do? Yeah. It's all, like, there's a lot of between the legs shots and stuff now these days what if the next one is like ambidextrous shoot. like you're just like come in with your right like hand hitter. flip the stick over and blast a left-handed slap shot you know what i mean like i think you're onto something here it could be scoop dog buddy just chill he doesn't oh. like that idea either. no he's yeah. like
1: if you're gonna shoot Scoops, right he's my right.
0: biggest <laughs> critic anyway you
1: doing okay there, bud? Yeah? he's fine okay all right, so free Niku. Uh, not for now. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's cool. So let's let's get the let's get the hotline going. Yeah, right. let's
0: try out the caress cold call here. Um, we're calling uh, neighborhood guy Bobby Bob Mazer. His- How do you say his last name? Mazer. Mazer. Okay. okay. I've, I've said it like four different ways before. Okay. Mazer. Mazer.
1: Who knows if uh, where he's at, but uh,
0: he works nights.
1: See if the anything, pick up Bobby pick up. He does live in this neighborhood, right? He does. just yeah. up the road, yeah. 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 Okay, well. The customer you were oh. calling is unavailable at the moment. Unavailable. Okay. Well have to get so, his work number. Yeah. <laughs> call your boss. Uh, you know what, honestly, like I didn't really have a second guy
0: on queue. On queue. Right.
1: Um maybe we'll see if he wants to call back or we do do you want to just go to a regular? We could go to a regular that's someone that's just been kind of active in the in the thread here. Sure, yeah. Do, do you want to go there? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And then if Bob calls back, <clears throat> well, we'll get him then.
1: Okay, so I'm going to go to the thread here. Um,
0: for the listener at home, Randy's just thumbing through his phone here. Very Makes for great radio, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Better sorry. TV, but... Okay, uh, yeah.
1: I'm going to try this guy here. Yeah, okay. Oh, hold on. What's going on? Oh, Sammy Niku's on. Oh, uh,
0: this is stuff we need our intern for.
1: I I just don't have this guy's phone number in my phone. Nope. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Okay. Who we calling? Uh, our buddy that we phoned that was uh Rinkside.
0: Mm. Keebler.
1: So, uh, we'll see what happens here.
0: He's probably like cleaning up the Moose locker room right now or something. Maybe. Jeez. I think everyone's no, busy tonight. Yeah. Oh, well, it is a Monday. All right. People got...
1: Okay, caress cold call. Not happening. All right. That's All right, fine. But enough. that's the
0: beauty of the caress yeah. cold call. We don't know what's going to happen. This is live radio, folks. The, the
1: first time we've been shut
0: out, but Well, hey. well we're live to tape. Yeah. Well... Uh,
1: all right. So uh, that's the way she goes here, boys.
0: Yeah. Uh, you want to get hashtag free Nuku going? I'm getting hashtag way she goes going. <laughs> okay. And uh, failing on your cross cold call, that's uh, hashtag way she goes. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so but,
1: coming up next, should we do a little check in here? Yeah, I think
0: that we should do two checkups. Uh, fan favorites, friends of the show, uh, Brandon Tenev and Sam Steele. couple guys that we really love around here. For various reasons. Um well we got a clip. Let's roll the clip and then we'll get into it. Let's do it.
2: I could sober up a drunk man from 50 meters just by showing him Sam Steel.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, Randy and Tom have some no doubt wonderful news concerning Samuel Steele. Anaheim selects from the Regina Pats, Sam Steele.
2: I'm made of the goddamn Rocky Mountains.
1: All right, the Sam Steele check-in.
0: Yes, yes, it's time for our Sam Steele check-in. Regina Pat player, uh, when he was in the WHL, he's from uh, Alberta, and uh, named after famous Canadian Mountie, Sam Steele. Nice. Yeah, I don't know if he's named after him, but he's got the exact same name as him. Uh, Do you remember the, um, the heritage moment with Sam Steele? Like this Sam Steele or the other one? The RCMP Sam no, Steele. Yeah, there no. was like a gold digger guy. Okay. And he had guns and he was on his horse traveling through Canada and the RCMP was like, whoa there, uh, you can't carry guns in this country. And then he was like, I'm a Yankee, I'll shoot whoever I want. And then, and then he didn't, you know, he arrested him or whatever and then it cuts to them like trotting away and the Americans in handcuffs and he's like, well, I could have shot him. He didn't even have a gun and whatever. And, and it's like, So that was Sam Steele. Sam Steele, the most feared Royal Canadian Mountain Police of uh, <laughs> the Northwest and blah, blah, blah. You know. Anyway, cool guy. Right on. So Sam Steele. Uh, could be related, could not be. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say just like named in honor of, but our hockey player Sam Steele. Who tore up the WHL for a few years? Well, these days he's an Anaheim Mighty Duck. No, I just an Anaheim Duck.
1: Anaheim Duck. He's he's the he's centering the third line for the Ducks right yeah, now. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's got zero goals, eight assists this season, so he's still looking for his first Geno of the year. Uh, Seventeen games in, he's playing about fifteen mins a game. Uh, he had a season high of eighteen against uh, Edmonton a few nights or a week ago. That. Edmonton ended up losing or winning that game but um I mean Edmonton does a lot of that these days but uh no Sam Steele just he's um the 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 boys who uh are big Sam Steele fans listener Mike and Regina listener Justin and Nanaimo um they refer to him as being unblemished and beautiful and um <laughs> And he brings he brings a sense of unblemished youth into uh, into the locker room and I think he's got a lot of speed for the ducks and he's a good player. Here's my one question about Sam Steele. He's wearing number thirty four. Yep. That's a number that a lot of the kids are wearing these days. What's going on with that?
1: Austin Matthews is number thirty four. Yeah,
0: yeah. And Sam Steele and I've noticed I've noticed a handful of others. I went to an OHL game the other week. Each team had a thirty four it's like kind of the you know how number 19 used to be like your good players number you know or nine or whatever 34 has kind of become a number that like good players are wearing where did that come from why what's that, going that's, on Ryan? i don't
1: know man that's like i'm trying to think it's like was there someone like that was number 34 like 10 years ago that like they're wearing can't that number think for of that reason
0: like john van beesbrook <clears throat> I can't.
1: (laughs) I can't see him being
0: uh, it, but that's usually what it
1: is. But or like sometimes it's their birth year. But this guy was born in in 1934. Um, Uh. no, that's interesting though. But yeah, Austin Matthews. Like, but sometimes you know, like it's like they can't be number seven, so they'll be number thirty-four because three plus four equals seven. Like they'll do stuff like that.
0: Well, maybe there's something there. Or
1: uh, you know, they want to be fourteen, but they can't. They can't. They want to be twenty-four, but they can't. So they'll be thirty-four. Things like that. Yeah. Um, I guess you had Kadri. Kadri was 43, right? Yeah,
0: so they all wanted to be Kadri, but <laughs> Ka- that number was taken by Kadri, so they wanted to be respectful and they just reversed it.
1: I don't know. Far. That's a good point because, like, yeah, I have no idea why um, Matthews would want to be number 34.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Surely somebody knows. If you know, email us at talkinghockeypod at gmail.com. Let us know, cause uh, we got no flipping clue. Sam
1: Steele's claim to fame for me, though, like aside from like being a Western Hockey League sniper, mm-hmm. um, he's like, I'm just huge into the ODRs, and like he apparently he's got like this outdoor rink or his yeah. billets did <clears throat> in uh, in Regina mm-hmm. that was like just second to none, mm-hmm. and I'm just all about outdoor rinks these days because i've been watching all these youtube videos about how to flood your rink and yeah because you're gonna get stuff.
0: one going out on the lake i so. just can't
1: wait for this ice to freeze up so i can well, make a hockey you, rink
0: we'll we'll get an odr yeah. report going on the show anytime now um I, i'll give you a quick odr report i walked down with scooby who uh, you know by now is being the dog chewing the stuff in the background here um on the weekend we walked down to riverview and they had the ice in although due to the higher temperatures we just had they were trying to keep people off the ice but uh they're they're good to go more or less now I that's think. what i like to hear yeah um the lord roberts rink just down the way i walked over to that no ice yet so But oh, yeah. uh
1: that's a good rink
0: yeah. I, like I like kind of Riverview. One's got the Zamboni. Though, oh, so Riverview like, like
1: it's second to none as yeah. far as quality. But yeah. I like Lord Roberts as far as like not too many people go there,
0: and still these, yeah. and you
1: can like rip pucks and yeah. do what you want and yeah. have a good time.
0: Yeah, it's good. Um, so yeah, we'll get some ODR reports going because uh, for those familiar and or unfamiliar, uh, Winnipeg has no shortage of outdoor rinks. Uh, there's literally one in every neighborhood so um, well, even
1: lord roberts they have two
0: yeah well most of the, a lot of them have that second one <laughs> riverview has two, temporary yeah, one yeah. they put up for the like the kids or whatever because when the big kids get playing in their shinny games and whatever you are
1: going uh toe dragon and yeah. bar down here we go boys
0: <laughs> yeah for sure um Oh, yeah, and then uh, what's the other uh, check-in we need to do here? Yeah, well, I'd like to do take a little time for Tanav, uh, a little Brandon Tanav time. Uh, as the listener may be aware, or maybe not, uh, I made a bet with uh, one of our buddies, listener Carter, out in East Saint Paul. Made a bet with him before the season started that uh, Brandon Tenev would have 25 goals on the year, <laughs> uh, skating alongside. In my mind, I, he was going to be uh, Crosby's winger for the season, but um, now Crosby's out for quite some time with a sports hernia injury. He had surgery, I believe. Yeah. Um, six, so,
1: six weeks, I think they said. Yeah, yeah. at least
0: six weeks. So. Um, but Tanev, he's, he's um, you know, he's doing his thing in Pittsburgh. He's he's playing that Brandon Tanev sort of style of hockey that we all know and love, which is fast crash bang type of thing, you know, uh, getting on the four check hard. Um, well, from what I've seen lately, he's made kind of made his home on the
1: third or fourth line, whatever you'd call that, down in mm-hmm. Pittsburgh.
0: Which makes sense because that's, that's where he belongs. Well, yeah, 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 that's the
1: type of player he is. He he did get to ride shotgun there with Sid for a while, and, then, and I
0: think occasionally he probably will line up with Gino or oh, whoever. Yeah. You well, know,
1: I think they even started training camp with uh, Malkin, Galchenyuk, and Tanev as a line. Interesting. Uh, I do know like that Sullivan likes to get the blender out every once in a while. Mm. So, uh, but I think they've kind of found that role that works, you know, for that line with Zach aston Reese. Yeah. Uh, I forget the other winger, but uh, it's basically like they're their version of Lowry, Cop mm-hmm. Tanev kind of thing.
0: Mm-hmm. So he uh, here's his little stat update, just to, in interest of my... 24 wa- goals. With my wager <laughs> with uh, Carter, yes. Uh, so, no, he's played 20 games. He's got three goals. So All right. So he's, he's on kind of just pace on for pace for Brandon 12? Tanev yeah. numbers, basically. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm fingers crossed he's going to get hot, and um, we're all rooting for you, Brandon. Um, last five games... He went no points, but then his last game there was Saturday against Toronto. He got two assists, plus he crashed the goalie. I believe that was that game that he crashed the net. Um, He got taken down by the defenseman and went into the goalie. Penguins scored on the play. They called it no goal they challenged it was a goal Ten got the assist so that was a beauty assist by Brandon Ten <laughs> right you should have added some points to that bet yeah <laughs> yeah I, I got a Brandon
1: Ten story actually okay, yeah. so here yeah. here we go we're hanging out in Winnipeg and I'm going to Piazza Donardi to mm-hmm. get get some dinner yeah. they, you know I was like I don't know if I do I want pizza do I want lasagna what yeah. do I want yeah lo and behold. Brandon Tannen is there nice. buying buying a meal at the same time carbon up. Yeah, he's definitely going for a, for the pasta and a couple of salads or something was going on. Uh, I couldn't say a word to him because I Yo, just didn't know what to say. What are yet. you going <laughs> to say? Oh, what do you
0: got there? The farfalle. <laughs> <fowley? laughs> yeah.
1: So you know, I just waited for him to like go through the checkout, and then yeah. I went. So yeah, I saw him in person though. That's pretty cool.
0: Nice, nice. <laughs> I I always love it when you see the jets around town. Um, and I've only been so lucky maybe twice or whatever i saw a um former jet alex burmistrov burmy at uh pizzeria gusto on academy one nice. time yeah that was pretty sweet he was with his russian russian buddy uh nichuskov or n- something like that for the stars
1: oh yeah oh n- yeah
0: nichuskov or something yeah 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 giant fella yeah holy they were moly. getting some za yeah well they were eating everything they got one <laughs> of everything yeah. like it was crazy but that was cool and then uh and then one day I saw Adam Lowry just at the, like where La LaRocca is. He was like standing outside and I drove Getting by. Getting some tacos. <laughs> I guess, I don't know. I, and I'm not hundred percent sure it was him okay. because I drove by, but I was like 90% sure. So those are my brushes with fame. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> my only other one was,
1: I was at Little Sister Coffee. Yeah. Like not this one, not the South Osborne right, one, yeah. but the one in the village. Yeah. And Mark Shifley and Josh Morrissey were there oh. and they both ordered...
0: Uh, Pumpkin spice lattes. No, they both <laughs> ordered
1: almond milk lattes. Oh. I'm like, I'm going to drink one of those. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go. Yeah.
1: And I'm not as good at hockey as them. I thought it would make me be a better hockey player and didn't work.
0: If you had have had a Caress Steel game that same day, I bet you would have scored a Hattie.
1: Oh, maybe. You know, for sure. But yeah. Uh, yeah. unfortunately, I just had to go to work. So
0: yeah. Yeah well quick shout out to Chris Steele because we had a tough game on the weekend we lost 7-3 to uh the marty mcscorleys which is our former teammate well like i mean one-time teammate uh, justin taylor Shout out to that guy good hockey player good dude and uh just uh we we've had no luck against their team we've l- played two games against them this year both same score seven three i think oh really i think so yeah um But we just kind of snoozed during the first period there. That was the afternoon game. We weren't ready for it. Not So uh, we're similar. So I I meant when we were talking earlier about how Toronto sucks, I meant to kind of bring this number up, but they've mm -hmm. been, they've played like 21 games now, I think. And they've had the first goal scored against them either 16 or 17 uh, times in those 21 games. So, so, um, you know, if we want to avoid becoming the Toronto Maple Leafs of the, ASHL. We got to start getting that first goal.
1: Got to score here, Tommy.
0: Yeah. Anyway, that's uh, that's our Tanav time. That's our Sam Steele checkup. That's our pants, wearing the pants segment. We attempted a caress cold yeah, call. We'll that's get our, the second period, basically. Yeah, we'll
1: fire up the, the hotline again next week. Hopefully get, mm-hmm. get some boys uh, on the line here and get yeah. their thoughts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess that wraps up this period.
0: What do we got coming up in the third? Third period, we'll be talking about our Vintage Hockey Hair Player of the Week, who i'm gonna say it now it's dave keon nice um and we're gonna talk about our local legend who is blaine stoughton from gilbert plains manitoba yes yes famous blaine as they call him in gilbert plains (laughs) um (laughs) one of of 20 blaines in that town probably (laughs) so uh yeah so let's uh take a quick little break come on back and we'll see you in a few for the third period Hey, welcome back for the third period of Talkin' Hockey, the Hockey Talkin' Show. I am co-host Tom, and I've got co-host Randy with me. And we are having quite a game so far, I'll tell you. Quite an episode. Um, and we're ready for our Vintage Hockey Hair Player of the Week. This is the this is the segment based on the Instagram account that uh, I run, which is now at Talkin' Hockey Podcast on Instagram. Give us a follow. Um, <clears throat> it used to be called Vintage Hockey Hair. Excuse me, but I still pretty much hashtag everything that because um, it's just spawned through my love of like wicked hockey mullets and feathery dusters and and just like, you know, stupid Jofa helmets and Cooper all pants and whatever, like all that kind of fun old stuff sideburns mighty sideburns speaking
1: of which i just saw this thing about cooperalls and apparently they were banned due to like safety issues
0: (laughs) interesting (laughs) they kind of took over for like two years i'll try and find that thing and i'll I'll bring it to the show next week all right all right that sounds good um well, this is a guy who didn't wear Cooperalls, not that I'm aware of. It's Dave Keon. He was Maybe just at home. One of the, Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> He's one of the most famous Toronto Maple Leafs. If you talk to any old-time Leafs fan like my dad or some of my, you know, like those guys, they uh, they have nothing but the highest reverence for uh, the guy who wore number 14 for the blue and white, Dave Keon. He was inducted to the Hall of Fame in 1986. So, an interesting little about this. Most of my most of the players I've selected for this segment have come from the Instagram that I've already posted some sort of picture about or whatever, and I picked the player just by flipping through and saying, "Oh yeah, this guy." Well, Dave Keon, I have not featured yet, but I'm looking at a picture right here in this wicked book I have, and he's got good. He's got he's got that w- hair that's worthy of being our vintage hockey hair player of the week. Um, but I I used I selected him basically because. Uh, it was Hall of Fame weekend uh, for the NHL this past weekend. The Hall of Fame game was Boston-Toronto on Friday. Yeah, Bruins took care of that. Bradley Marchand had himself a game, and um, he won some award or something. Yeah, a little yeah. award, yeah. which is the statue outside the Hall of Fame. You oh, ever been? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. The perfect photo op. Yeah. I got, I got a couple great photo yeah. ops in my life so far there. But um, they
1: so they award a player of the game. Yeah. Oh,
0: that's cool. Yeah, I like it. Um, yeah, Marchand had two goals and was just doing his thing and then Zeno Chara called him the best player in the league. So, uh,
1: <laughs> he's up there. I wouldn't say the best, <laughs> yeah. but um uh,
0: that's not who we're talking about right now. <laughs> we're talking about <laughs> Dave Keon. Um so a little something something about Keon before we get into some of his fun uh facts. He played 1597 regular season Games. That's a lot of hockey. Yeah, it's 22 seasons. He, he tacked on 17 seasons or 128 games of playoff hockey. So, yeah, Dave Keon played for a long time, and almost every single one of those years was with the Toronto Maple Leafs, just about. So in 75, 76, he decided at age 35... To go to the WHA, so then he went to the WHA for six seasons, I believe, and then he came back and capped her off with three seasons with the Hartford Whalers in the NHL because he was a New England whaler, whaler in the WHA. Which years was he WHA or with? He, or uh, so he played. So WHA, he went there seventy-five, seventy-six. Played for Minnesota, who were called the Fighting Saints. They weren't right. the North Stars.
1: No, well, that was WHA. That yeah. was the team that actually the Hanson brothers came from.
0: Very nice. Well, Captain Dave probably was their leader. Um, And then, yeah, Indianapolis Racers for... Not even oh, just twelve games, which that was the team Gretzky played on. But this is before Gretzky.
1: So did he play for Hartford their first year in the in the league? Yes. Oh, then he was on the on the same team as Blaine Stoughton, our boy.
0: Nice, nice. Okay, well, yeah, well, that's the we'll have to double fact. Get the intern on that or our stat guy. We we might have a new stat guy here. Uh, shout out to uh, listener Matt and Regina, who uh, has put in an application to be our stack guy uh we're currently uh we'll we'll have to go through an interview process (laughs) and everything like that so but um yeah no he played a little while for minnesota of the wha and then and then three seasons with new england of the wha transitioning to the nhl the whale 39 age 39 40 and 41 with the whalers and then he called her called her a career but um, So, fifteen hundred, almost 1,600 just, NHL games. Just shy of 1,600 uh, games, and he had 1,277 points. How so many goals? 498. Oh, just couldn't Two, get 500. 500, oh. eh? Oh, boy, I bet he was... Just come back
1: ball. for one more. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> the boys will get you an empty netter here or there for sure. The, st- the scorekeeper will screw up, but... Uh, First goal of the
1: game but by but Keon, number 14. Keon
0: was known as a two-way guy, a defensive oh, yeah. guy. Yeah. So, like, for him to put up those numbers, that's, that's well, pretty that's cool. That's a lot of hockey, though. So yeah. So, that's,
1: like, a, a, game, a goal every three games,
0: pretty yeah, much. Yeah. yeah. And and he was known as a backhander, like, kind of play. Like, he's, oh, yeah. he was known for his backhanders. So, he's, like, how... I mean I don't know if Sidney Crosby's known for that, but well, like, he's I think of solid... backhanders these days and I think of Sidney Crosby. That's who I was But think like of. back in our dad's day, they would have thought of Dave Keon when oh, he you said go. backhander. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he was he was known as Mr. Perpetual Motion. That was his nickname given and given to him by uh, Foster Hewitt. Uh, legendary hockey announcer.
1: So is that like physics, like uh, object in motion stays in motion kind of thing? I or guess what?
0: so. I don't <laughs> know, but I think he just probably was like, he was five foot nine, 170 pounds well, soaking that's wet. that's pretty much me. So yeah, I mean, like he's he's out there and this is, he played in the 60s and 70s, you know, probably a rough and tumble era. Yeah. But he was a gentleman through and through. He only ever took one five minute penalty for one, one, wow. uh, and it was a fight here's a little stat receive he received the only 5-minute major of his entire career for fighting with Boston's Greg Shepherd in fi- in the final game of 73-74 season so like he's how old is he by then 73-74 he's uh he's 33 so, I mean, he'd been in the league for some time already. He threw down. And he said, Shepard, you're pissing yeah, me off, but yeah, I'm going to have go, to just... We're going here, Shepherd You've crossed the line. <laughs> <laughs> so, whatever it was, but yeah, he got into her, And that was the only uh, five-minute uh, major of his whole career. So, that's pretty wild. But he... Um,
1: How many PIMs did he have for that many games? Uh, let's
0: see it looks like right here. 137. Geez, for 1,600 games? <laughs> That's insane. (laughs) Wow. Like that is. That's amazing. He must have been a lady. did he win like a a lady bing? He won two lady bings. They should
1: rename it after Dave. They should.
0: They (laughs) should. He won the Calder as rookie of the year. He won two lady bings. He won the Stanley Cup one, two, three, four times. And he was the captain of the Leafs from 69 to 75. He won the cup three times? Four times. With who? Toronto. So when was his first year? 1960, 61. Okay, so he won the cup through the sixties. The Leaves had yeah, a, few a few cups. Yeah, okay. So he and, did he win. Well, these? I guess the Leafs had four cups through the sixties. He won the last cup with them. Yeah, for sure. And he was the con Smythe winner, the MVP. He the only right on. Toronto Maple Leaf to ever be named Con Smythe winner because they didn't invent that trophy until the last time the Leafs won the cup, pretty much. <laughs> Jeez. So a boy. There's a picture of him looking at it.
1: What do you think uh his nickname would be?
0: Mr. Perpetual Motion.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, when he's uh, out yeah, drinking yeah. with the boys.
0: Uh Big Dave. Big Dave? Although he was little. I don't know. <laughs> um, well,
1: Keon, like that's like how yeah. do you make a nickname you out of Keanu? Yeah, like yeah.
0: you can't really like Keonor or yeah. Keanu. Keanu. <laughs> Keanu Reeves wasn't invented yet. Um, DK. Yeah, it's hard to say what you would really call him, but uh, Big D. Yeah, I like Big D. Big D. Yeah, because yeah, he played good defensive hockey. So yeah, Big D that works. So yeah, the boys would go for uh, a Molson Canadian after uh, you know down on. Young Young Street or whatever after Carleton. a game at the Maple Leaf Gardens, and they'd be like, "Big D, this one's on me." <laughs> Heck of a game out there, and he'd be
1: like, "No thanks, I'm driving."
0: <laughs> <laughs> but well, in probably 1961, you could have a couple. But I just I'll just close on this about Dave Keon. I'll close about his hair, um, and I'll po- check vintage, check uh, Instagram at Talking Hockey podcast and uh i'm gonna put up a picture but like this this photo in this little hall of fame book i've got is uh i mean he's just got an unruly mop with some nice sideburns because in those days the boys didn't really wear helmets eh so you had to have the hair to protect your noggin oh yeah and uh he didn't mess around i don't think he probably went into the corners very shyly either even though he's that small I will just close on actually one little fact, Dave Keon, born in Noranda, Quebec. Royan Noranda. Hm. Uh which I would assume is a pretty French sound French town. It's up in northern Quebec. It's a mining town, I think. Uh, but he uh, – it's not a very French-sounding name. But what do I know? Anyway, that's Dave Keon, your Vintage Hockey Air Player of the Week. The last
1: guy to win the Consmythe Smythe Trophy for the, the old First TML. and only
0: Toronto Maple Leaf to yeah. win the Conn Smythe. That's Smyth pretty cool. Cap- no, he wasn't the captain yet at the time that they won their last cup, but he was the playoff MVP. So, yeah, like I say, one of those fellas that uh, – you know, guys that are our dad's age and whatnot, they got nothing but glowing reviews for Dave Keon. That's for sure. So,
1: as we segue over to the local legend who was actually a teammate yeah, of so, Dave Keon, this is totally unplanned.
0: This is yeah, I love it when stuff like this happens. And you know what? It usually happens around the Hartford Whalers. Totally. But
1: that's, you know, as they say, everything in hockey is connected. So, uh, local legend, this, this was actually inspired. Uh, this selection was inspired by two things. Number one was uh, the fact that Rogers Hometown Hockey was in Dauphin
0: uh, yesterday. Dauphin, Manitoba, over there in Westman, as they the like to call land. it. Yeah.
1: Um, and then two, I saw this stat that just came up not too long ago that involved William Carlson from the Vegas Golden Knights mm-hmm. that this guy here was mentioned. So, Wild my,
0: Bill, as they call him.
1: Well, that's right. They do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw that on his Wikipedia page. Uh, the good, folk, <laughs> the good folks at
0: Wikipedia there that are just yeah. down the street. Yeah.
1: Um, so Blaine Stoughton is the local legend. Blaine. He's from. Gil- Blainer. Gilbert Plains, Manitoba, you know, home of the Frickas family way up there too. Yeah. Uh, so Stoughton played his major junior career with the Flin Flon Bombers. Same with, uh, our boy Bobby Clark. Bobby Clark. And yeah. Reggie he was a bomber.
0: Leech. And Reggie. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Blainer was drafted seventh overall by the Penguins in the 1973 NHL Amateur Draft, but he was also drafted by the Quebec Nordiques that same year in the WHA Draft.
0: Oh, because which were is kind of cool. Yeah. Like
1: you know, it's like I'm gonna get drafted by two teams.
0: That was like our guy last, year uh, our vintage hockey player last week, Bob Ganey drafted by the, both, yeah, by both leagues yeah. in the first round.
1: So Stoughton had an up and down stint in the WHA. Check this out. You're gonna like this. So yep. often teamed up with. Do you remember Rick Dudley? Yeah. So often teamed with Rick Dudley and Rich LaDuke on the LSD line.
0: <laughs> <laughs> rich, LSD. Rich Leduke. Oh, Le Le I yeah. thought you said Rich. Like, and then his nickname was (laughs) the Duke and I was waiting for his last name and it never came.
1: (laughs) No, but that's, you know, the LSD line. Like how progressive is that in the seventies?
0: And what was the other dude? Dudley. Dudley. Yeah. I like it. The LSD line. So um, they probably all had flowing hair and everything. Yeah.
1: I got this great picture here. So Stoughton scored 52 goals for the Cincinnati stingers in the WHA in 60 or 76, 77.
0: That's a lot of goals.
1: So check this out. Stoughton scored at least 50 goals in a season in the NHL twice and scored 40 goals four times.
0: Man, like, the kid, the kid. and it's not a name that's no one but, you'd really know. But
1: he's like, he lit the lamp a few times.
0: Absolutely.
1: Uh, he won the Turnbull Cup, the MGHL championship in 69. Yeah. He was the NHL scoring leader in 1980.
0: Really? Yeah. He, he got like an Art Ross trophy. Yeah,
1: well, I guess so. That's what it, that's what our good folks at Wikipedia said.
0: But do they mean scoring as in goals? I think they mean goal, actually. And the Rocky yeah. Richard trophy didn't exist Correct. in those days. Yeah, so Art
1: Ross would be points. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, in 82, he played in the NHL All-Star Game, and he's currently a member of the Manitoba Hockey Hall of Fame, which is located down on Pacific, Pacific Avenue. Avenue. <laughs> Go down there. So I, I found this cool interview on... Uh, hockey news uh, uh, by uh, the writer was Mark Malinowski and he asked Blaine Stoughton a bunch of questions mm-hmm. and his greatest sports moment was quote I guess leading the league in NHL goals with 56 <laughs> <laughs> I guess <laughs> I mean that was pretty good I guess yeah. with, with Hartford yeah And modest uh, <clears throat>
0: Manitoba guy yeah.
1: eh? and then well, there was a whole bunch of questions but I just t- picked my two favorites and then his most embarrassing hockey memory yeah. And this is a quote. One was the year I scored fifty six goals. <laughs> <laughs> it's best it's like,
0: I didn't want everybody looking at he, me all the time. He
1: just seems to like keep mentioning that same. Yeah. thing It's like, oh, you know, remember that? That remember that year I scored fifty six? Brings oh. it up in
0: casual conversation to this day. They're just like, would you like a cup of tea, dear? <laughs> yeah, you know, that time I scored fifty six goals, I was uh, drinking a lot of tea that year. Exactly. So I think I will have. One. Yeah. <laughs>
1: You know it But anyways uh, So this is is great Let's see if I can make it through (laughs) So I already had a hat trick And the other team pulled the goalie Their defenseman tried to clear the puck Around the boards And the puck was at the blue line I stopped the puck and made a move And shot the puck and missed the empty net From just inside the blue line I would have had 57 goals. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. Oh. He should have just skated it in a little more, I guess.
1: But uh anyways, um uh, uh, the interesting fact though for for a uh, s- Blaner here is uh when the Whalers would have made the transition from the WHA as the New England Whalers to the NHL as the Hartford Whalers, mm-hmm. that season he played 80 games and he scored 56 goals with 44 assists for 100 points. So he would have been on the same team as as Dave Keon yeah, that year. Yeah, Um So if you quickly go down, uh, go down the list, uh, Stoughton had 526 total NHL games. He scored 258 goals. Oh. 191 assists, 449 points. Wow. 204
0: PIMS. So he didn't have like the longest NHL career by any stretch, but he was pretty, pretty darn productive when he was in the league, eh? So if I look
1: at his quick little NHL breakdown, he played one season with Pittsburgh, had five goals. Not a full season, though. One full season with the Leafs. Actually, he probably would have been a teammate of Keon that year, 74-75. Mm, Keon um,
0: might have been on by then.
1: <clears throat> so he had 20 goals. For the Leafs that year 78 games Played one more season With the Leafs A couple years later uh, 43 games 6 goals And then I guess Like in the early 80s He just really Ate a lot of spinach Or something Hmm. Because he had A year with 56 goals 43 goals 52 goals 45 goals 23 goals And then 5 goals And then that was Kind of lights out For Blainer
0: Interesting. But yeah. I mean, like he scored a fistful of goals in this feller. And so. Uh, There's a lot of Blaines up in that part of the world.
1: The ones, the stat that I saw was this, uh, as far as um, guys scoring for expansion teams. right? So most goals through expansion franchises, first 200 games since 1943, 44. So obviously Wayne Gretzky is number one. In in 200 games played, his first 200 games played with the Oilers, he had 156 goals in 200 games. Uh, Not not, not points, goals. Is that good? (laughs) (laughs) But not too far behind Wayne Gretzky Is, is Blaine Stoughton with 131 goals in his first 200 games. Wow.
0: For an expansion team. Yeah.
1: And then, the you Hartford got, Whalers. then you got Wild Bill Carlson
0: for, for the, for the Knights,
1: 75 goals in the first 200 games.
0: Wow. That's quite a drop from, uh, basically Stouten. two to one or two to three.
1: No, no, that's not like there's like Lukowicz, Rogers, Tardif, Gilbert, Pro. Oh, yeah. Okay. There's a bunch Plus of guys in between. Lukowicz
0: would have been the Preds.
1: No, Lukowicz was the Jets. Oh. Like Luke, like the Morris Luke, yeah, yeah, from, yeah. okay. from the from the seventies. But anyways, there's your boy Michelle Goulet down there. Oh, nice. But uh, I saw this little uh, interesting fact, and I saw Blaine Stoughton. I always recognized his, his name from going up to Gilbert Plains and seeing family yeah. up there. And then they mentioned his name again on uh, Rogers' hometown hockey. Yesterday. Is there
0: is there a statue of him in Gilbert Plains yet? There, there's no
1: statue. Is there a there's, sign? There's definitely some signage. Um, Home of. There's, there's, cause there's a few, there's also uh Ryan Pollock who's from Grandview. Yeah. Current uh, player. There's also But that's a, not Gilbert
0: play. Like right in, when you go down main street, there's like probably, you know, a co-op and whatever else. Like. <laughs>
1: the co-op's not on main street, but it's close. <laughs> Railway uh, Ave. There's a on? few, there's a few other guys that are kind of known from the area and I, I th- I'm not sure. I don't know exactly where the sign is, but I know like mm. it's also like Dennis Bayak is from the area. Oh, yeah. So there's kind of like a, you yeah, know. They a, just a, built a, one sign
0: to save there's some a whole money, area. basically. There's
1: a And obviously Barry Trotz from yeah. Dauphin. Um But anyways, Blainer showed up uh, a few times this week just in, in passing. and uh, I'd like
0: to see them build a statue of him up there. Why not? Well, you know, Gilbert Some Pines. local artist probably is like, you know, I've been hankering to a, do some, um, what do you call statue? Like when you, uh, geez, anyway, whatever. Uh, I can't remember the word for it right now. Sculpting. Sculpting. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Got a hankering for some sculpting.
1: Maybe Blainer will get a sculptor.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> that's something that we'd like to see here on talking hockey. If we get that going, well, that'd be great. Um,
1: so that's Blaine. That's, that, that's, that's Blainer. All right. There's his,
0: oh, well, he's a very good candidate for vintage <laughs> yeah. hockey hair himself. Look at that. Just go like, through a
1: stroll. Like, go Blaine Stout and... Just play it and, at a time and, when... And uh, 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 no. go to Google Images and you'll see some yeah. uh, sick flow. Sick yeah. flow. The guy didn't score... Uh, 130 goals in the first t- well, 200 I'll games. A, I'll
0: post a pick of them up on the Talking Hockey podcast Instagram, so you just got to check out that. Well, it'll be there, but... Um,
1: All right, we're down to a minute to go here in the third, so I think we should just uh, get the puck down low and run out this clock here.
0: Sure. Um,
1: oh, yeah, I forgot about that.
0: Yeah, well, I think... Do we want to do this as quick? It's four cards each. We're going to play a little bit of Hockey Card War. Let's do it. Let's yeah, do it quickly So you get that one, I'll get this one. Um, I don't even know how to open this thing. Yeah. What? Do we need scissors? What is this? <laughs> I thought it was already open.
1: I think we need scissors.
0: All right. Um,
1: Let's just save this because we're we're all we're already way over time. So we're gonna do hockey, you get card, no hockey war. card war yeah. today. We're gonna do hockey card war next episode. We'll do it double style.
0: I know we promised it off the top of the show, but uh, we're That's very sorry. Happens. We're very sorry to let you down, dear listener. If you uh, actually
1: saw these packs of cards, you would not be impressed with us. Yeah, we'll do it for real. Hashtag next
0: way she goes. We gotta go down to Joe Daly's sports card. We do and get shop. some real cards. That's where cards. we'll get some real yeah. cards. So these are just knockoffs from Dollarama. Quick. Quick trip to Joe Daly's coming up uh, this week. Maybe uh, we'll see what we can do. So um, I think we'll just, yeah, we'll leave it at that. And, uh, you know, sorry to disappoint you about the hockey card war. We promised it to you. We didn't deliver. But usually we deliver on our promises on Talking Hockey, the hockey talking show. Um, Special shout out to Scoob Dog, who's definitely got a pee. He's standing here like uh, trying to get me to let them out. So uh, we'll wrap, sh- we'll wrap things up and, uh, but mostly thank you to li- uh, the listener for, for tuning in. And uh, if you like the show, uh, tell your friends, share, uh, hit the subscribe on iTunes and, and give a star rating if you want. And uh, yeah, just uh, come on back next week. Cause we're going to have another great episode for you um, next week. Actually. Is that the special Special episode? Yeah. yeah. Special episode coming next week. So make sure you tune in because it's going to be a doozy. It's going to be different. It's going to be good. Cool. Chicks take it to bring us out.